Let's take a look at blood glucose in humans. It is important for an organism to keep its blood glucose levels within a small range. If our body has too much blood glucose, this can have a negative impact on osmosis, which is the movement of water between cells down a water potential gradient. Because gluc blood glucose levels will affect this concentration gradient. If we don't have enough glucose, we can have some problems. Glucose is important in respiration. Respiration releases the energy need for every living cell. If there is not enough glucose, then an organism cannot produce enough energy. So why is it important to control blood glucose levels? To recap what we just said. Glucose is a fuel for respiration. This is the chemical reaction that releases energy in many living cells. Therefore, if blood glucose levels are too low, then an organism cannot meet its energy demands. But if there is too much glucose in the blood, this has an impact on osmosis by affecting concentration gradients. This means that we need to maintain a balance within a short range. The optimal glucose level in humans is between six to eight millimoles per dm cubed. So what else is true of glucose? Too much of it affects osmosis. Glucose is important for respiration. Too little will affect the production of energy and its levels need to be controlled to stay within this six to eight millimoles per dm cubed. As glucose flows through the pancreas, the body can detect if there is a high concentration of blood glucose. If blood glucose levels are too high or too low, our body will try and bring its levels back to normal using a negative feedback loop. What is negative feedback? Negative feedback is the mechanism that occurs in response to abnormal levels of glucose in the blood and are examples of negative feedback. The blood glucose levels, the blood glucose, the blood glucose level leaves the, its normal level. Then glucagon or insulin is re released, which triggers a response to bring it back to normal. So what happens if glucose is too high? If the concentration of blood glucose is too high, the pancreas releases the hormone insulin into the bloodstream. Insulin, what does it do? The liver and muscle tissues detect the presence of insulin. These then convert the excess glucose into glycogen. This process continues until the pancreas detects a normal blood glucose concentration. Glycogen is a form of glucose that is insoluble and can be stored for later use. If blood glucose is too low, the pancreas releases the hormone glucagon into the, into the blood screen. The liver detects the presence of glucagon. The liver then converts glycogen stores back into glucose so it can be released into the bloodstream. This process continues until the pancreas detects a normal blood glucose concentration. And to recap, glycogen is a form of glucose that is insoluble, which means it does not dissolve in water and can be used for, for later use. They're stored. So what is the process of regulating blood glucose if there is too much? 
So firstly, as blood through, say, the pancreas, the high concentration of blood glucose is detected. This triggers the pancreas to release the hormone insulin into the bloodstream. The presence of insulin is detected by the liver and the muscle tissues. The liver and the muscle tissues take in the excess glucose and convert it into glycogen. Glycogen is a form of glucose that is insoluble and can be stored for later use. And this process will continue until the pancreas detects a normal blood glucose concentration. What would happen if we don't have enough glucose? We would be very low on energy. So glycogen, let's remember what it is. It is a form of glucose that is insoluble and can be stored for later use. If you found this episode useful and want to learn two times faster for free, head over to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all your exam subjects for free.